This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the Blurring the Lines podcast, episode 177. I am your host, Peter Nicolaitis, and joining me as always is my metaphorical partner in crime and co-host, Adam <laughs> Bell. Uh, yep, I am your podcast partner, not your life partner. So just, just so it's clear. <laughs> yes, Adam Bell, good to be here, Peter. <laughs> tell, tell your mother you have a bone. <laughs> yeah. That's And that's the, we have a podcast title. There's the podcast title. There's the title. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, brother. How are things, Adam? I, I mean, I feel kind of silly asking you since we've been on the phone for over an hour already. But uh... <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm doing well. Uh, it's it's fall, it's football season. Um, my wife and I are enjoying being empty nesters right now. Uh, both of my girls are doing well in school, uh, so I mean, I can't complain. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. I am also an empty nester, but this is not news. <laughs> Are you having a good fall? Are you getting a... I am. Um, it's been I'm... two days or one day? I... One, day one day of fall. It's been about, I think it's been about three, actually. Um, okay. We're at that time of year where if you... We're not used to the climate. You would be running the heat in the morning and the air conditioning in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, I choose to do neither. Yep. Same. Some days, some days I choose to do neither. Neither or neither. Yep. yep. Either so, or either. But I'm not doing that either yeah. or either. Yeah. <laughs> so um, no, I'm not. Potato, uh, you know. Yeah. Pot- potato, tomato. Got it. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm not doing either of those right now, but um, I'm, you know, like, Every day comes out like, do I want to turn the heat up? Mm, maybe not just yet. Do I want to turn? Mm. Now, of course, I'm upstairs, and my the upstairs has got to be the, like the least well insulated. Well, it's not very well insulated, so it's mm-hmm. super hot in the summer, and now it's a little chilly today. Yeah. So, uh, and of course, I'm wearing a t-shirt because you know, there you go. Well, my so favorite, cool. my favorite is the fall when you can open the windows at mm-hmm. night. And yes. it gets nice and cool and you, you it's cold enough where you sleep with the blankets pulled up, but uh, we can't do it in the spring because Tennessee is so humid. It's cool outside. It's 60 degrees, but the humidity is so awful that you just like, ah, uh, house, yeah. house stinks. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> so my car is doing something that it has never done before what's is it driving itself no it's done that before (laughs) (laughs) um no my my car is doing something that my teeth did this morning uh it's at the spa it's at the spa (laughs) i started i started this morning with it with my uh six month uh dental cleaning checkup nice and um yeah chipping away at the uh the concrete that was accumulating there (laughs) and um now my car is getting detailed for the first time i'm curious about that yeah so I was more, you know, since I, I should have told them a couple of things about it. Oh, well, well, they'll figure it out. 
Um, but you remember like a couple weeks ago, I had that mishap with about three or five gallons of water in the back of my car. Did I tell you about that? No. I, just told, I just told Scott about that. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so after my, my scheduled 21 mile long run, mm-hmm. um, well, when I run, I take a lot of water with me. Mm-hmm. And I carry a lot of water. And when I do my normal training runs, I use my car as my aid station. So I'll mm-hmm. go to my car to, you know, refuel after like anywhere from six to a t- 10 mile loop. And so I had recently finished a five gallon jug of uh, whey protein powder. And I looked mm-hmm. at it and I was like, huh, there's a great way to carry a lot of extra water in there the car. Go. Mm-hmm. And I did, and I was planning on drinking some of it. And then, you know, ice bucket challenged myself with the rest just to hose off after yeah. my run. Uh, because I uh, misunderestimated the <laughs> daylight that I would have uh, after starting. This is, I think it was the last time we recorded, you know, I, I went out after that. Uh, it was an afternoon run. It's my first afternoon run in weeks or months because, you know, like I usually have to go in the morning to make sure I have enough daylight. I thought I would have enough daylight. And even though I was going to be finishing about half hour before sunset, I didn't account for being in valleys and the woods and it got Mm -hmm. really dark really fast. And Mm -hmm. I said, I'm going to tap out. I'll finish the rest of this run tomorrow. Mm -hmm. As such, I did not tap into the three or five gallons of water that I had in the back of the car. Mm -hmm. I did not empty the jug out of the back of my car (laughs) and I started driving around. And it's got a great seal on it. A wonderful seal, (laughs) which apparently wasn't all that wonderful and wasn't sealed all that tight. And uh, as such, the back of my car, the trunk, the back seat had a nice bath. (laughs) And so I got in the car a day later, not realizing it. Like I had heard something go clunk in the back and I didn't like, oh, some contents may may settle during transit or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next day I got in the car and it just felt something, it feels humid in here. Moist. (laughs) It was weird. I went to the grocery store, opened up the trunk to put stuff in the back. And as I'm putting something down, I, it feels wet. I'm like, and then I see the jug (laughs) on its side and almost empty. I was like, oh, oh, (laughs) So I texted friend of the sco uh, friend of the show Scott Wilsey who said you got to pull the liner out. I was like, ah, oh, crap. Well, as luck would have it, I had both some mold killing spray mm-hmm. and a couple of sunny breezy days. So yeah. I was able to. I learned how to pull the liner out of the back of a car, which I'd never done before. Mm-hmm. Um, got that all out and uh, just left the car open, all the you know windows down, doors open trunk you know opened facing the wind and so as to get as much sun exposure mm-hmm. and after a few days it seemed to have dried out pretty well and you know okay and i figured you know what this is the final impetus that i need to actually get the car detailed mm-hmm. so so the tesla now after owning it for nearly five years is at the spa today well nice so i was thinking about that so what all i mean obviously you can get anything done with a car detailer But I'm sure that there is like, this is kind of normal behavior for people that get cars detailed. Are you getting it waxed? Here's the thing. I don't even know. 
I just realized <laughs> I filled out I filled out the website the the web contact form and I said here you go you know this is what I want and now I'm not even sure what they're doing. So the, I I would mm-hmm. assume shampoo. I mean, yep. well I don't know maybe not like shampoo but like a dry shampoo something that gets the carpet clean without the whole thing being soaking wet and all that. And then what I was imagining was like, you know, I wash and wax my vehicles mm-hmm. maybe once a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking I, I might just pay a detailer to do it. If I'm only going to do it once a year, you know, pay a yep. detailer to do it and let them do it right and do it really nice. I, and, and I'm really, I'm in more, in uh in interested in the inside than mm-hmm. the outside you know because i've got a monthly p- car wash i pay now like 20 bucks a month for the local car wash mm-hmm. and i can go anytime up to you know once per day so i'm not as worried about the outside as i am the inside i thought i thought car washes were bad for cars yeah they are and i've decided at this point i don't care anymore um they so we need so, bill collins to just sing it out i don't, don't care, care anymore yeah, so, <laughs> so the first time that i bought it when i the first day i bought the car i literally drove it straight to a local detailing shop and had them put a ceramic uh, clear coat on mm-hmm. it and so i you know got the car drove it dropped it off didn't have it again for a week <laughs> so um and they told me you shouldn't take it through a car wash because it's bad for the clear coat. Well, what they didn't tell me was you should also not park it near a lawn sprinkler system. Uh And I did. And that has like permanently scarred the clear coat. Mm -hmm. So if you look really closely, you can see it's almost like a very mild camouflage color, you know, pattern to it. And so at this point, I'm like, I guess I just don't care about that anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's the, the clear coat's pretty much trash. So I guess if I really cared about it, I would either rip it up and have a new one put on, or I would, you know, like when I go to sell it, just rip the clear coat all the way over and look brand new underneath, you know, mm-hmm. and just call it the day. So, yeah. yeah. So I got something uh, similar. I don't know what material it was, but I, with, with Elizabeth's blazer and it's, it's a yellow. I don't know if you've seen any of the Chevy, the new Chevy blazer yellow. Um, it's, a, have. it's a kind of like a racing yellow with a slight pearl to it. I mean, it's a real pretty color a blazer uh, with delusions of being a Corvette. Yeah. Something along like, <laughs> but the, uh, you know, we go down to the farm and it had rained, just regular rain with like, you know, biomaterial, you know, under leaves and things like that. And, and it left like water spots. And so I, I manually by hand waxed those off and got the water spots off because mm-hmm. there was also bird poop on it. And I, you know, bird poop will ruin any paint job if, it, if left unattended. <laughs> As I was told, the clear coat is resistant to bird poop. And well, yeah, I didn't. Apparently, I didn't get a clear coat as good as what you got, because I think I was also told those. I think those same words were spoken to me, but <laughs> they don't seem to ring true. <laughs> huh. I've, 
I have heard these words before. <laughs> I'm not sure so, I believe them. <laughs> yeah, so I had some water spots on the hood, and 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 I lightly waxed them out with the wax that came with the vehicle. And then I was like, you know what? I just don't want to care that much. I really don't want to care about a vehicle so much that I'm waxing it, cleaning it, buffing the the tar off the bottom of it. And I'm like, you know what? I should. I'll just pay a detailer from time to time to, mm-hmm. to care yep and that that that's where i'm at you know like i was i was talking with my uh you know my buddy who you know who's big on cars oh you're gonna have to hand wash this all and i was just like i i did not sign up for an errand right (laughs) i i want i want a car that i can drive i don't I want this thing to service me, not the other way around. I'm like, what <laughs> <Yeah>. the heck? <laughs> I'm the one who paid all this money for the stupid car, you know? Yeah. So I thought by putting the clear code on it, I was like getting out of having to do a bunch of maintenance. Mm-hmm. So I was a little disappointed when that happened. And I was just like, I just resigned to, nah, I don't care anymore. Well, and your car is black, right? Yeah. So Which is the dirtiest color that you can get for a car. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like the old saying. You know, I, well, I think with, well, I don't know, maybe not. Wasn't your your model black or white was pretty much the only choice in color? No, they had lots of different colors, but like any color was going to be like one or two thousand dollars more. And if you wanted red, it was like three thousand dollars more or something when uh, I bought it. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of of Tesla. I I finally canceled my my Starlink uh, request. Oh really? Yeah, because I mean I I've got fiber at the farm now, so I don't need ah. Starlink, and it's still not available. Uh, and the uh, I did get notification though that they have an RV version, of, so a really? mobile version, and you could get that. Looking at the map though, um, it is strong out west. It's not strong for you and me on this side of the uh, United States. So like running almost uh, the the uh, Mississippi River. Is that the Mississippi? That's terrible. The Tennessee. Yeah. So the one that divides right in the middle. That is the Mississippi, isn't it? Uh, I think so. <laughs> oh, <I'm good. laughs> it, it ain't the Colorado and it's not the Ganges so, yeah. or the Nile. <laughs> oh, I mean, I've got, I mean, I, it, that hurts me because I'm a geography person. So that runs all the way. Yes. Yeah. Mississippi, Louisiana, all the way, all the way down through New Orleans. Yeah. It starts. Yeah. yeah. I was just making sure because there's the, yeah. Tennessee River, which I'm near the Tennessee River, which feeds to that. So, yes. Okay. Yes. Glad we got that sorted out. <laughs> the mighty the mighty Mississippi and the but, not quite as mighty Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So, everything pretty much west of the Mississippi has decent coverage from Starlink. And then we go into a lesser coverage. So, I'm not even going to consider getting it for the RV, you know, just being able to travel with internet. I'm like, I've got cellular. Although in the West, it sucks. Well, you know what could be handy when you're traveling and you have no cellular signal in an emergency? What's that? An iPhone 14. <laughs> That's 
That's funny that you mentioned that. That's it's, it's almost like we planned it. <laughs> oh man. But so... yes, so what makes you say? So tell us why an iPhone 14 could fix that problem. Well, uh the reason is that with the advent of the uh the the iPhone 14, Apple has added a new satellite connectivity option for mm-hmm. emergencies. Yes. And it looks pretty freaking cool. Um I just like, you know, so you looked up at it. We 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 briefly touched on this after the announcement last uh episode, but we didn't actually talk about it cuz you hadn't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Um but in a nutshell, in an emergency situation, you can make and you have no cell signal. You can take your iPhone, it will point you at the nearest satellite. And it will gather up like the type of emergency, all of the the things that a 911 dispatcher needs to know and Mm -hmm. send a text message out to emergency services. Yeah. And that is so cool. Like Mm -hmm. even here living like just north of Boston, when I go run in the woods, there are dead spots Mm -hmm. just a couple miles from my house where there's no cell coverage. Yeah. And, you know, I think about my father and living up in Vermont where no cell coverage is not the exception. That's the norm, mm-hmm. you know? So this was really cool. And I know some people were saying, for instance, that Apple is, you know, catering to fear mongering to sell. And yes, they are. And like I said, on the the last friends with beer with Scott, yes, they are. And their interests align with mine when it comes to safety. Yeah. So well, if you've ever traveled out West, there is no signal out West either. Yeah. Yeah. And in Seattle, like, wait a minute, Redmond and Microsoft are right here. And I'm pretty sure there's some Apple places around here because there's places in California, all that whole coast. Yeah. The the whole West, the whole West, everywhere you go. I mostly got one to two bars Mm -hmm. and it wouldn't even keep my radio working. And, and, and Scott was saying the same thing on, you know, blurring the lines. Uh, I mean, um, uh, not blurring the, the other <laughs> blurring, one, blurring the beers with friends, blurring the beer. Uh, th- those are blurry. Like, um, <laughs> when he drives along the coast, for instance, you know, down from Oregon, that there are plenty of places where there's just no signal. That's just, mm-hmm. that's just the norm. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's like, yeah, so, so that was, you know, that jumped out at me. Um, but I did look and I still have, like um i'm still paying off my my iphone 12 as part of my thing so if i was to get rid of it now i would have to like pay out of you know like 400 dollars or something like that to end the agreement or whatnot so i was I like one payment left oh you're ahead of me <laughs> but you got the 11 right the 11 or the uh no i you have 5g i have the 12 that's right no you got the 12 you got the 12 but you got it almost you got it right when it came out where mm-hmm. i got it almost a year later yeah. So I'm lagging behind, but that's why it gives because Verizon gave me the super duper deal on it. And mm-hmm. you know, so I was like, all right, fine. Um, but um, yeah, I'm looking at that, and you know, so the safety features that come with that are that with the new phone, that one got my attention, and so, the cr- crash detection got my attention. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Your thoughts. Let me tell you something real quick on the satellite. So um, I watched a video on it, and the guy who was reviewing it was saying, so the first year of the satellite service, they're giving it to you free. Right. But then you're going to have to pay for it later. And but, I, don't, I don't know how much it costs. 
I'll bet you it's going to be part of like Apple Plus, Apple Fitness TV Care Arcade Game Plus thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got the free thing of the Apple Plus, or I got the Apple Arcade. I was like, mm -hmm. maybe I will play a couple games on here on my iPad. I started Oregon Trail, and and I couldn't commit to playing it. I was like, I started, and I was like, nah, I don't want Oregon Trail. <laughs> I have not played Oregon Trail in like 40 years. So there's a card um, game. We have the Oregon Trail card game. And I have it's, no idea. Yeah, if four, I think it's four to six players can play it, and uh, so it's it's pretty fun. It's fun for us as a family, you know. I di I've died of dysentery. <laughs> Got bit by of, a snake. Speaking of <laughs> card games, we have not played Munchkin in like two years. No, it's just that was fun. <laughs> we, we, mine's been sitting in a drawer, just waiting for us to have a game. I should we should break that out again. That was actually fun. Waiting for a friend. Yeah, loot, well, loot the room. Yeah, well, uh, I have internet. I well, I have full blown internet at the farm. I can sit out there in the fall and the on the picnic table there, and we can just play. A nice stiff breeze can come along and. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've got, uh, it's screened in, so, but yeah, Perfect. it still could happen. So what other safety features or what other features of the iPhone 14 caught your attention? So you mentioned uh, the crash detection. That's like yeah. if somebody falls over too, right? Um, I don't know if that, the watch has fall detection and the watches also now have crash detection too. I don't know if they have, the phone has fall detection, but this is more like geared towards a car crash. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you know, if you experience a, you know, if it experiences a, a so many G's, you know, sudden stop, it'll, uh, you know, it'll call 911 for you and stuff. And I'm like, I'd be more interested in having that for my father, frankly, mm -hmm. you know, so that's the kind of thing where I think, you know, he could benefit from that. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, well, and I'm a camera guy. So I like, I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah. I like the best camera possible. Yeah. The, and the pros have better cameras. Yes. Uh, you know, but of course the, the Android people, um, the Samsung has had a better camera than Apple for a long time. So yep. the, even the galaxy or the uh, not Samsung is galaxy, but I think even the Google pixel mm -hmm. cameras have been better than Apple's yeah. all along. Yeah. I just like the iOS. I mean, it's so easy to use. It's the same everywhere. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I like it. So better camera. The pro has better battery life, which is a big deal for me. I want as yep. much battery in the phone as I can possibly get. Yep. Um, it has Agreed. a better processor, but I, <laughs> I did. I, I saw the video I watched. He was talking about, you know, it's funny. Apple is actually using it as a selling point that they didn't change the processor from the 13 to the 14, they're like, it's the same processor that you trust and know. <laughs> you know where else they've done that? <laughs> the Apple Watch. Yeah. <laughs> the Series 6, 7, and now the 8 are essentially the innards are almost unchanged. <laughs> and, you know, so that's, again, a good, you know, impetus, you know, not to update this thing, you know. So <laughs> that said, 
I am looking to update my Apple Watch, but we'll get to that in a second. Was there anything else that jumped out at you on the iPhone 14? Yeah, so the, like, well, some people like the always on. Yep. Uh, I don't care for that. I used to. I mean, I, I on my old phones, like back in the day on the old phones, like when we had our our flip phone, I mean, and other ones. So you'd look at it and you could see it was always on. You could see a clock always on. I just don't care about that anymore. I just press the button when I want it on. And yeah. I mean, and I turn it off on my Apple watch. I know you used yours, but I wanted it black so that mm-hmm. there was no light uh, when, when I was in a dark room. Yep. Uh, the dynamic Island. You know what that, that part, the, I, uh, I know they talked about it and I didn't pay any attention to that. So the, so the dynamic Island is that, that section at the top where the camera and the um, microphone stuff here is they got. So like right now it's a hardware thing and you don't get any more of your screen where with the dynamic Island, that's actually all screen, all screen now. Yeah. So you can you can then see that what I don't know, because what I can't do with this, the phone with I can't turn it upside down. And in my truck, my charger is, uh, you know, I've got a bottom cable. What I used to be able to do with all my other iPhones was put the charging cable in, put the phone in upside down and the screen rotated around Mm -hmm. when they took when they built this hardware in. It couldn't do that anymore. So I'm wondering if it can flip all the way around. I don't know the answer to that. So I don't know good. that either. Yeah. And the other um, part of the camera is the LIDAR. Okay. It helps with your pictures. It helps with your low light and just overall quality. Doesn't help my Tesla with its autopilot though. <laughs> I did hear that um, there is a class action lawsuit that I'm hoping to get in on against Tesla and their promises of autopilot. <laughs> so yeah, I'd like to jump in on that. Um, before we move on on the phone though, I Mm -hmm. did just plunk down about a hundred and some odd dollars on a new, um, phone mount for my Tesla. Uh, I went to pro clip USA and I paid like $35 for the car mount that goes into the Tesla. And then like another $90 or something for the iPhone 12 pro max mount to hold the phone Mm -hmm. the way pro clip works is they design a custom clip just for your phone and a custom mount just for your car and so it's none of this like well this should work fine this can hang on to the vents it's okay that you know so their stuff is really good Mm -hmm. and um i got one that um you know again i got the one for for each of these but like say next year i get an iphone 14 and or a 15 and i don't get the one that's the same size as what i have now i just have to rip you know replace the phone specific mount and not Mm -hmm. the car specific or alternately if i get a new car but i have the same phone i just replace that you know the the car piece not the phone piece Mm -hmm. so so it's expensive what's it going to connect to in the car uh uh, usb Uh, i'm sorry what's how's it physically going to mount to the car Ah, so this one is made, it grabs on to the molding at the bottom of the 17-inch display in the car. Okay. And I chose that rather than the one that goes on the vent clips, because every time I have one on the vent clip, it always gets 
you know, it's, it's like in the wintertime, it's always getting super heated because the heat is on mm-hmm. and and my hand, my right hand is not getting warm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the summertime, it's getting, yeah, it's not as big a deal, but, uh, you know, in the summertime, I'm getting hot because it's soaking up all the AC. Mm-hmm. So I chose for the one that's down and off to the side. And you may say like, oh, but Peter, then you can't be, you know, like playing with the phone while you're driving, but that's okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've got to get uh, I've got to get something I've been meaning to for a long time in my truck. I'm not a fan of uh, vent uh, clips for all the reasons that you described. Uh, but I think that mount or vent vents are brittle anyway. Yeah. I'm, and I don't want to put anything on them. And and when they break, it's like, am I really going to get a new dash? to get this fixed or whatever the cost is going to be, it's not going to be worth it. So I, I'm like, I don't want to mess with my vents in any way. Yep. <laughs> I, exactly. I break them. They're, they're brittle, but you know, they also, they move, you know, they, they flip up and down the, you know, mm-hmm. again, they interfere with the airflow because you, you're covering a vent. Duh. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I just decided. And there's not a plethora of vents in the car as it is. Um, I count like four. Yeah. You know, at least up front. Maybe there's a couple extras on the side there. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a plethora. Would you say I have a plethora of vents? Miguel, uh, what is a plethora? What is a plethora? <laughs> I just want to know if you know what a plethora is. <laughs> okay, El Guapo. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my my thought on the 14. Um, mm-hmm. But, but again, you know, like when I do a, like, I did a side-by-side comparison of the 12 and the 14 and really, well, the 12 pro max and the 14 non-pro non-max. And it's really not that big a difference. The biggest difference is the safety features, which I do want and the super camera, which honestly, would I notice? Yes. Would I notice enough that I want to buy a new, you know, phone for the new camera? Not for me. So I don't, I don't care. So, and plus again, I'm still paying this one off. So I'm not going to bother right now. Well, I like it from a travel standpoint because mm-hmm. I've, I mean, I have a big Canon um, camera with lenses and fixed lenses and I can take excellent pictures, Yep. but it's heavy and it's bulky. Yep. I'm already going to be taking that phone no matter what. Yep. There you go. <laughs> so the, the closer I can get to a good camera, the better. And I, I have can it with just, you. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so, um, I did notice now, like I could have had, I could have an Apple watch ultra today. Mm -hmm. Today. Um, yeah, I could have, I could have gotten it. Uh, I believe they were going to, were going to be delivering by the 23rd, if I recall correctly. Um, so it was conceivable when they announced it, that I could be running my race this weekend with the Apple watch ultra. Mm -hmm. However, the, ones with the trail loop the endurance running loop that i mm-hmm. want those are not those were not in stock those mm-hmm. were not going to be available until like october okay so i was like okay fine i won't bother but now i just looked today oh and, and there's the other thing too is um apple said that they would give me 120 dollars in trade for my apple watch series 6 with mm-hmm. with cellular um so I offered instead to sell my watch to my running buddy for 120 bucks. Mm-hmm. And then he gets a perfectly functioning, you know, still modern series six. Cause again, the innards are pretty much the same as the series eight. They've, they've added some features like the series eight does have crash detection. 
for example, just like mm-hmm. the the uh, the phones do. But he could also buy like an SE with GPS for $199 new, mm-hmm. right? So there's that. But then I also looked today and Verizon says they will give me $180 as a trade up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm like, well, I don't want to charge my running buddy 180 bucks, you know? So I'm like, <laughs> so Greg, you should just buy the, you know, buy the SE for 199 bucks and call it good. Yeah. So. There you go. So I've got a question for you. I thought about with the Apple watch. So it primarily communicates to your phone via Bluetooth. Yes. Is there, is there any way to tell it to use Wi-Fi all the time rather than Bluetooth? You can turn Bluetooth off on the watch, but I don't know. I don't think it's going to talk to the phone that way. Yeah, just do its internet service. So I tried that. I tried mm-hmm. turning the Bluetooth, the, the Bluetooth, the Bluetooth, Bluetooth off on the cell phone, but it's or on off on the Apple Watch, but yep. somehow it's still communicated with my watch. It's like it, it said, I can't talk to huh. your computer. I can't talk to your watch or your phone bluetooth is turned off i'm going to turn bluetooth back on so that i can reach this phone which i can see is nearby (laughs) that's awfully nice of it huh yeah (laughs) because all i wanted it to do was have internet access for email and messaging i didn't want it to do any of the other functionality i didn't want it checking hydrate i didn't want it i didn't want to do anything i just wanted it Mm -hmm. to be doing its thing but nah you want to know something funny? What's that? About the um, the Apple Watch uh, Ultra. You can buy it now on eBay with the trail loop <laughs> for $1,500. bucks. Ooh. <laughs> 1500 $1,500. Wow. But they also do have the trail loop. Uh, you can just buy the band. There's, I don't know. If, someone says condition new with tags for only $14 on eBay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it might have been worth. Well, it doesn't matter now. Might have been worth just trying to get it and then uh, seeing if you get the trail loop elsewhere. The temporary watch band will work for you, but it's a long run. Yeah. So I mean, you know, you can use any of the the bands and stuff. So you know, do I in in the end, I will probably end up buying a new replacement band anyway. So I'm not terribly worried about it. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but now that now that Verizon has said they'd give me 180 for it, I'm inclined to not scramble to try to get my new Apple Watch Ultra for Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, I've got enough other things to think about between now and then. So, mm-hmm. so uh, you know, winter is coming, and you already mentioned it. So is the race. <laughs> the race is coming, and it's going to be here <laughs> before winter. At least I hope it is. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah, my race is this Sunday, less than two days in hopefully in about two days from now, I will be uh, wrapping up the race because mm-hmm. I will be about seven hours into it. What and time do you start? Just eight. Eight. Yeah. Eight Eastern. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, I will I'll probably share my location with you for mm-hmm. you know what? I'm just going to do that now so I don't forget. <laughs> but um i will share my location with you uh ongoing so that you can see where i'm at the whole time so that'll All be right. fun um and uh yeah i'm i will also um 
I'll probably also um, if you're on if you're friends on Strava, I can send a note as I start a thing, and you can watch live on Strava as well. Okay. Um, but I don't think you're on Strava, so that's going to be hard for you to do. <laughs> so, so. Yeah. But um, but anyway, yeah, the Apple Watch Ultra. Um, I don't think we really talked about it much on the last pod. It's so much funny. There's so much overlap between friends with beer and blurring the lines these days that I get <laughs> blurred. You know, the lines for me even blur now. Um, but um, yeah, I'll be. Um, I am seriously looking forward to getting the um, the Apple Watch Ultra. It um, you know, it's a bigger display super long battery life in apple watch terms now compared to a garmin phoenix which is solar powered it's not anything you know mm -hmm. but um i'm i'm really excited about it um the safety features in the watch it also like i said it has crash detection so if you're in a car crash it can call 911 for you um if you're out and alone it's got this emergency siren that can supposedly be heard like even like you know a thousand feet away or something oh, like wow. that um and uh just you know it's genuinely waterproof it's you know dust proof shock proof all the all the proof you know mm -hmm. it's like it's like a glass of whiskey proof <laughs> it's whiskey so proof. yeah so um i'm excited about it it looks really cool and you know like just like being able to go out for an all-day run and not have to think about battery that's what i want yeah you know? yeah that's uh, i mean that was one of my that was that was when I finally had enough was when I went to the farm and I was going to be there for three days and I didn't have a battery charger with me. I forgot my battery charger and I was yep. like, I'm taking it off because I'm not going <laughs> to like, fine, no watch. And then, and then you have to just turn it into like low power mode, which makes it even less functional than your current Casio, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there you go yeah so well so speaking of, of blurring the lines i mean friends with beer <laughs> speaking of friends with beer you got it happens me doing to it everybody <laughs> it happens to all of us uh so this week uh so i started a chocolate cherry porter in Ooh. february and uh i I didn't, things came up spring break and everything else. And it's been sitting in the secondary fermenter since uh, February. Ooh. Well, now that is not, it's, it, it can be a bad thing to do that because it's sitting on all that sediment. So if I had some contaminant in there, it could have bloomed and killed my whole batch, my whole five okay. gallon batch. Okay. The good news is it didn't and there wasn't. So <laughs> so I bottled all of that beer. And so now I've got five gallons of chocolate cherry porter uh, really carbonating because it's already aged. It's our, I mean, it's been aging now for six months. So wow. it's, all, it's already ready to drink. It just depends on how much carbonation you want. I was trying to see if it was legal for me to ship you and scott some beer and it's not so. <laughs> and it's not <laughs> well dang it <laughs> i mean i think i said what happens if you get caught mailing beer 
you'll get a written warning on an initial violation. Subsequent violations could lead to fines or gulp jail time. So okay. maybe it's a written warning. So yeah, so so send it to me. And then when you subsequently send it to Scott, that's when you can get into trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Unless I send yeah. them both at the same time. No, send me mine first. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, there's got to be there's got to be a way to do it as an individual. You may not ship alcohol, wine, beer. I need to start a distrib an alcohol distribution company. That's what everybody here does in Massachusetts because there's I forget what the origin of the law is, but if you are a brewery, you cannot distribute. Mm -hmm. And therefore, all the breweries just have subcorporations for distribution. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like, wow, that was a stupid law, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah. I may look into that. I mean, if it's like file some paperwork and pay a hundred dollar fee. Yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe a hundred dollar fee, but then it's a hundred and, you know, like $300 fee every year. And oh yeah. Well, I only report need it. And you have to file and I only need it for one year. So <laughs> just, just enough to ship me a beer, a batch. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a better idea. Why don't I come down and visit? Ah, that'll work too. Speaking of flying down, um, I'm actually not, not really close, but in the same general direction, I'm heading to Washington, DC. Okay. Uh, first week of October, I'll be oh. attending the Recorded Future uh, annual conference there. And uh, it's pretty slick. It's being held at the Watergate Hotel. Oh, that's cool. Can you see and the Nixon room? I don't know if I can, but I, I think I'm assuming it might be an exhibit at this point. So maybe. Mm -hmm. um, but the three speakers who are headlining it this year are Chris Krebs, former CISA director. Mm hmm. James Krebs Clapper, uh, not Krebs on security. This oh, is different. That's okay. this is the different different Krebs. Uh, this was the guy that uh, Trump fired because he would not say that the election was rigged. Oh, okay. That Chris Krebs, yes. Um, and uh, so Chris Krebs, James Clapper, former NSA director, mm -hmm. and Bob Woodward <laughs> at the Watergate. <laughs> so, <laughs> So I was like, all right, that sounds cool. Uh, you know, so, um, yeah, so it'll be interesting. Plus there's, you know, actual training and, and, you know, some briefs, some latest updates on, you know, the latest threat Intel, but also, you know, training on the product. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I think it's going to be kind of cool. Are you going to fly or are you going to take the train? Flying down. Yeah. yeah. Have you yeah, ever so. taken the train from Boston to DC? I have, I have not. Uh, only times I've ever really taken the train. I've, I've done Boston to New York and Vermont to New York, but, mm -hmm. uh, that's the only time I've ever been on Amtrak. Yeah. I've never done it from, I have, I have gone from there to, um, Rhode Island from okay. DC to Rhode Island. And that wasn't okay. bad. Like, yeah. What I like is I can work and it's, it's, I was concerned I'd get uh car sick. Yes, I I can't read in a car. Yeah, but the train trains wasn't a wasn't a problem. Trains different. Out of all the ways you can travel, I think the train is the most stable. Other than maybe you know riverboat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Never been on a riverboat. That would actually be kind of cool. I've been um, on a riverboat. Well, you live closer to a big river. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, there's the uh, um, uh, the General Jackson, which is a riverboat right beside Opry, Opry Mills. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've seen riverboats when I was down to Louisiana. That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So, but never actually got on one. Well, that could be kind of fun. Riverboat vac- that Maybe I'll book a riverboat cruise for later this year. That'd yeah. be fun. Because you can do that in the wintertime down south, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. I mean, we did ours. So I've been on it in the summer time. And, it, you know, it was less pleasant than the fall. Like we did a spring trip and I enjoyed the spring trip better because it was cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, I was thinking cooler times and stuff. But yeah, that'd be, that might be kind of fun. Yeah, they have a dinner. So they have dinner. They have a show during dinner. Um, there's and then there's before the show, there's like a live band that plays and you can get alcohol and watch the band play. And and they're it's Nashville. I mean, they're all phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's not like, oh, they were pretty good. Like, no, every everybody's a show performer here. It's like going to L.A. trying to find an actor like, oh, right. <laughs> yeah. so it's like taylor swift was my waitress yeah <laughs> taylor swift actually was my wait my hostess once <laughs> i know <laughs> that's great i love to tell that story like yeah adam he's kind of a big deal you know like <laughs> taylor swift was like you know she's he's the weight on him at this you know like restaurant or something like that what about um, everybody else yeah she waited on them too yeah but, them yeah. too yeah yeah <laughs> but oh yeah this is before before she got big yeah so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh cool cool all right um let's talk real quick before we put just another thing on the agenda that we never talk about um calendar sharing calendar sharing yes so my I've been using Calendly for I guess a couple of years now and I pay for it so that I can connect my Office 365 calendar, my Google G Suite calendar and my iCloud calendars. And so because you know my primary engagement these days is with the hospital and they are all on-prem host you know on-prem Microsoft Exchange um I can't share my calendars with the rest of the world, mm-hmm. but via their secure mail app, I can export my free busy schedule from that app to my personal Apple calendar. Okay. But the, but it has to be a selected Apple calendar. That's the only one it'll go to. So I can't mm-hmm. export it to my Google calendar on the, on the phone. Mm-hmm. So by using Calendly and connecting to my um I one with one of my engagements where I'm a, where I'm the CISO, I have an Office 365 calendar. With Paradigm, it's on Google G Suite. With one of my other engagements where I'm CISO, they're on a G Suite. My personal and my yoga calendars are on G Suite. And then I have iCal uh, iCloud for by way of the mobile app connecting to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So all those fit into the, the Calendly uh, thing into one place, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. It's not perfect. There are definitely some problems. Like I'm trying to get um, one of my, um, so I have uh, another a customer where I wanted to set up a shared, a pam- uh, shared availability 
so that it would look at this customer, my client's IT director's calendar as well as mine. So mm-hmm. when you need to book a point, you know, an appointment with Peter and this guy, go here, right? Mm-hmm. And Calendly says, oh yeah, we can make that do that. You need edit permissions to his calendar to do that. I was like, I don't want to change his calendar. I just want to see it. Mm-hmm. But that, you know, they're like, oh yeah, well, if you don't have edit permissions, you can't do that. I'm like, but why do I, I don't, it doesn't, why? I don't want to change it. And I don't want to add things to his calendar. I just want to be able to look at it. So, mm-hmm. so that got me looking at something else. And a good friend and colleague of mine uses Calendar Bridge. Well, the problem with the, the cool thing about Calendar Bridge is it has the same type of scheduling stuff. Mm-hmm. But what it will also do is actually synchronize the calendars. So if you have like an Office 365 calendar and a G Suite calendar, and you add something to the G Suite, it'll make it show up on on uh 365 and vice versa that's nice that is nice now i have other things that will do that but they won't reverse it they won't pull it away and pull Mm -hmm. it out so i looked at that and that's really cool but it doesn't sync with icloud (laughs) so i can't use it Uh so for me it doesn't work but now you're not using you used to use calendly but you use something else now yeah so i um well i used you turned me on to Calendly to begin with, uh, and I used it and I now use appointment core, uh, cause what I can do with appointment core is, um, like on my, there's, I have a lot of flexibility to get things in and out of Infusionsoft, which is my CRM and email marketing system. And then zoom for, which is also part of that system. So if somebody goes to my website, fills out the form, it drops that information into Infusionsoft. Infusionsoft mm-hmm. grabs a Zoom meeting and then drops the whole conglomerated calendar event on my calendar, sends the other, sends the person who's scheduled with me a calendar event, yep. and then also sends them uh, reminders of our upcoming yep. meeting all the way up yep. to the meeting. Yep. Uh, where all that integration, it was important with Infusionsoft because then now my my marketing team can then do other marketing steps to that contact that came through. All those things, you know, they there's a there's a lot of steps in there that get cut out that we don't have to do anymore. So now I don't have to figure yeah. out yep. all these reminders and things. So I don't use Infusionsoft, obviously, because I don't use, you know, that, that, that I'm not not doing any active super duper marketing stuff these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I, I do, Calendly does have uh, Zoom integration. Mm-hmm. So I do have that same, you know, stuff where you book a, a call with me, it automatically sends a Zoom invite and it does send the reminder stuff there. Yeah. So I do have that integration, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. That is, I mean, and they almost, they had to do that. I mean, cause Google will do that. Google, I mean, with their, yep. their own with, meetings now. With, yeah. With hangouts and with hangouts. Uh, Google, Google meet, sorry. Hangouts meet. is going away. Yeah. Which yeah. is fine. Uh, yeah. you know, it, the, the world is adopting team. It's you're either in Google, you're in teams or you're in zoom and yep. <laughs> COVID made zoom. <sighs> or your legacy system like uh the hospital and you're using webex oh well yeah 
WebEx is, I guess, technically they're still a big player. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, on a given day, um, I just, you know, always have to try to figure out which is the worst, WebEx or GoToMeeting. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, but they are, they they both annoy me every time I have to use them. And Zoom is just so much less friction, you know, for me. So there's a reason that, you know, yeah, for the hospital engagement, we use WebEx. Um, for one of my, uh, one of my VCSO engagements, we use WebEx the rest of the world we're using zoom and <laughs> I'm just happier. You know, I use zoom for teaching yoga, the yoga studio where I teach teaches yoga. We use zoom here. Paradigm uses zoom sublime is using zoom. So there's a reason, you know, and it's not just, I don't even know price wise. I, I guess they're all about the same these days, but just zoom just works, you know, everything, look, everything has questions. And, you know, sometimes you're like, wait, what, how do I do this and stuff? But out of all of them, Zoom is just the easiest to go. Yeah. So out of all those vendors, one of them, I'm not going to mention it just because I don't want to throw them under a public bus. That's my job. That's your job. Uh, one of those vendors <clears throat> had a single sign-on option with Office 365. And so what I thought would be cool was if uh, their single sign-on, if Office 365... Microsoft could be the single sign-on for their program. So then they would all, the users would have one username and password. So, you know, anytime we can have actually a single sign-on, let's make it Microsoft 365 because they have to have it for their email. They have to have it for their work. It might, might as well have it for this application. So they had a real simple integration. You go, you say, turn on and you turn it on and then it pulls up the little if you've integrated anything with Microsoft, it pulls up the window and says, give permission to this app to make changes to your Microsoft tenant. Mm -hmm. And fortunately, I was doing this in a test environment just in case it went wrong. It happened to be my test environment. But, you know, so I was like, yeah. And then it and so then it went through flawlessly. It ran PowerShell scripts or it had to have run PowerShell scripts in the background Mm -hmm. fixed everything up, made it the way it needed to be. And it worked fine. It just didn't work the way that I wanted it to. It then made this application, the single sign on for Microsoft rather than the other way around. Ah. <laughs> so I was like, this isn't what I wanted. So I went back out. I followed the instructions to remove it and I removed it. And when I went to my Microsoft website to log in, my, you know, portal.office.com or office. whatever the URL is, <laughs> it was taking me to the single sign-on of this application. Well, it was no longer single sign-on tied. So there was no way to log in to my office account because it broke the, the federation oh. of it. Well, so I called the vendor. I said, hey, I did this. You know, I explained, I was like, they said, yeah, well, that's a Microsoft problem. I said, no, 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 no. Your integration made changes, which caused this. I just need to reverse the changes. Uh, tell me where the white paper is or the manual process of what you did so that I can get them to reverse it. That's a Microsoft problem. That's not our problem. Like, oh, <laughs> you know, oh. 
whenever a vendor does that, like, you know, no, you're building, you know, you're building your platform on, or, you know, or you're building your product on someone else's platform. And mm. yeah. And, and so I told him, I said, well, this call has been completely useless. And he hung up on me. <laughs> well, okay then. And so I called Microsoft and Microsoft couldn't figure it out. And wow. um, I ended up having to figure it out myself, which took me eight days to do. Not because I was actively working on it. I mean, because I had a lot of other stuff going on too. Mm -hmm. uh, but it took me eight days to finally figure out what to do to get it. And I finally figured out how to delete Federation from a domain, getting deleting things out of Azure Active Directory, deleting the domain, <clears throat> which finally orphaned enough things to where I could then put it back in and, and log in again. But I'm sure I've got artifacts out there now that are going to be there forever. And it's ridiculous that they didn't have a removal process for yeah. any integration like that. Yeah. Uh, no, un <laughs> no undo. No. <laughs> but what it irritated me is like, well, that's a Microsoft problem. And no, 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 it's not a Microsoft problem. It's uh, I mean, like I said, even if they just wrote, wrote up a documentation of what was changed, so that you could reverse engineer it, even though I shouldn't have to reverse engineer it, there should be a process for uninstall. You'd think. <laughs> We've been doing uninstall for a long time. That that that's a thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's a thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I think for once we might have actually hit all of the things that we wanted to talk about. Well, we'll just bask in that. We should just quit <laughs> while we're ahead and hit the big red button. All right. Well, before we do that, <laughs> we do want your feedback. If you'd like to discuss a particular topic, you can drop us a line at www.blurringthelinespodcast.com. You can also find us on our respective uh, websites and Twitter feeds of Peter Nicolaitis at Paradigm Consulting Co. LLC, ParadigmCC.com, YogaWithPeter.com, FriendsWithBeer.com, and at Twitter at Nicolaitis. Um, don't, just don't ask that's Siri a, to say that. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a and lot. then uh, you can find me at Sublime Computer Services, SublimeComp.com, and you can also find at least a splash page for my lavender farm at RRLavenderFarm.com and uh twitter at sublimecomp.com so you just um, consolidate everything so much easier than i do i'm distributed <laughs> <laughs> oh boy well on that note i think we really should hit the big red button to contact either us or our guests visit blurringthelinespodcast.com if you like what you're hearing do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us.